Welcome to the Open Bedroom Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Kalo. Welcome to conversations about open relationships, online dating, conscious uncoupling, and creating the relationship that truly aligns for you. If you enjoy this podcast, I hope that you do a couple things for us. Would you subscribe? Would you write a review? Maybe share us with your friends. And if you extra, extra like us, there's a link in the show notes here for my Patreon that does help pay for the creation of this podcast. And lastly, follow us on The Open Bedroom. We are on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back to the podcast. I am Jennifer Kayla, your podcast host, and I am so thrilled to have this conversation with you today. This is for the ladies. We are going to be talking about how to be amazing at sex. So last week, Scott and I came on and we talked to the men and we were pretty, I don't know if stern's the right way. Uh, we were pretty clear in how women behave towards men when they aren't liking what they're doing. I think a lot of times men are walking around and thinking that they're fantastic at sex, but really all they did was put their penis in a woman's vagina and move it around a few times and come. And that was it. Uh, this is 16 year old sex. We are not 16 anymore. I mean, if you're listening to this and you're 16, you need to turn this off because this is a podcast for adults. And if you're not 16 and you're listening to this and you're still fucking like that, there is a problem. So as we think about our life and we think about, oh, this is a podcast for women. Okay, I'll say one thing about this. If we're looking at our life and we're thinking, well, because this applies to you too. As we're looking at our life and the timeline of our life and we're looking at ev evolution, we evolve throughout our life, right? We grow up, we learn things, we read books, we go to school, we graduate, maybe we go to college, maybe we go to graduate school. I know I did. Um, and I've been a continuous learner. I've poured tens of thousands of dollars into education on the business side and the personal side of my life. We should also be constantly evolving in our sex life. I know, right? Novel thought. But what is normal is men and women get married, sometimes in their early 20s. They stay married for a decade or two and raise babies. And all of a sudden they wake up and they're like, what the fuck have I done for the last decade or two of my life? This is awful. My partner doesn't speak to me. We don't have sex anymore. There's no connection. There's no communication. And you're like, what have I created? And I want to do something new, right? Which is great. I love a great awakening moment. So for some reason, we're afraid to talk about our sex lives. We're afraid to learn about our sex lives, which makes no fucking sense right? If we're willing to learn every other area in our life, how to be a better cook, we're buying cookbooks, we're watching Joanna Gaines and the cooking channel. Like we are up leveling our fucking gardens. <laughs> we're doing everything, but we're not up leveling our sex life or our relationship or going to marriage conferences or going to whatever. So I'm getting off my soapbox because today you're going to learn how to make it better. So last week we discussed with men in episode number 94, how for men to even know if you're good at sex, how to know how to learn more, 
like how to just learn more, what books, what podcasts, what um, courses, what, I mean, we didn't name anything specific, but we started listing ways to learn more about sex. If I can learn more. Number three, how to know that she's even enjoying sex with you. So we talked a lot about porn and uh, things that societally are like on trend to say right now in the bedroom, like, oh, daddy. Um, and how those are good indicators that she's faking it. She doesn't really actually want to fuck you, uh, but she's doing it out of obligation. Number four, um, how to make her come. And I also asked Scott, how many orgasms is enough before you stop fucking me? <laughs> and he had a great answer to that. <clears throat> and number five, how to make her crave you, which we have decided is such a big topic that we need to come back and do another podcast on that at some point. <clears throat> okay, ladies, this is, this is for you. I'm really excited about today's conversation because I realized as I was recording with Scott yesterday that it's not just men that need help and direction in the bedroom that, that, and, and women want to have a great sex life too. They want to be good at sex. And so here are my pointers to you. I'm going to take a big drink of coffee and <clears throat> clear the frog out of my throat. Okay. Number one, women learn your body, learn your body. We were told at a very young age that our bodies weren't safe, that our bodies weren't um, holy in some instances, right? I was raised Catholic, that our bodies are not ours to touch, that it's wrong to touch in certain places. And then if you're listening, I'm sure you can also give like a big amen. You were probably taught the same thing. Stop touching your weenie, <laughs> right? Same for women. And so what happens is then we grow into adults with the same mindset that our bodies aren't safe and that we're not allowed to touch our bodies. And then we go to partners and we say, hi, give us orgasms. Hi, do good things and make me feel good in bed. But our partners don't know what our bodies want. We have to know this first. Know thyself. Isn't that cute? So you need to understand what your body likes and dislikes. <clears throat> the first thing that pops in my mind to, to like, okay, Jen, that's a great novel idea. What the, like, how am I going to get there? There's a process called body mapping that I really like to do. That is a great first step. Here's what you do. You are going to start looking at your body and touching your body. So you could start with a, a mirror exercise even. What does my body actually look at? What We look in the mirror, but a lot of times we look from our hips up, right? Like we're getting ready. We're at the, the, the little counter area in our bathroom and we're getting ready to go to work or we're getting ready to go out. <clears throat> we quickly put makeup on and we leave. But do we really look at ourselves? You know, like this morning I was looking in the mirror and I've stopped doing Botox and you can't tell with the camera that I have. It probably smooths things out a bit, but... I've got some like, I've got wrinkles. I've got some crow's feet. I'm really starting to look almost 40. And Scott has requested that I stop doing Botox and stop poisoning my face. And so I've agreed to try it and see how I feel. If And if I feel good this way and it doesn't bother me, then I'll leave it. <clears throat> because I love having a partner that loves me the real way that I look. You know, like right now I have a ton of gray if you're looking on the video <clears throat> and I'm about to go get it dyed today. That is something I'm not willing to give up, but Botox I can give up for, you know, a hot minute. See what I think. 
maybe I don't need it. Um, <clears throat> so look in the mirror and really look at your body and try to even view it through the way that others view you because we're so hyper critical. Look at your curves. Okay. I have a side story here. Scott and I have gotten into the practice of making our own porn. I'm just going to say it. We take pictures of each other. We take video and sometimes we video each other. Like it's really fucking hot to make your own porn. If you've never done that and you've been partnered for a long time, try it out. We have ours in a secured location where no one else can get to it. It is passcoded um, and it's super yummy. So the other day I'm sitting in Scott's office and we had recorded something like a week or so ago where we were doing like massage and there was coconut oil and there was a massage table and he like recorded stuff <laughs> and he was editing it on his giant ass computer screen. And I was in the room and I look over and I'm like, oh my God. And the first thing I think of is like distaste and gross, like who. I hate that I look like that. You know, I want, what if my body was perfect? And then I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. If the love of my life can look at this video that he created with lust and wonder and excitement and turn on, and for him, I'm not gonna fucking yuck that that turns him on and he likes my naked body. Like, I love that. And I want, I want him to feel um, supported in that. And I feel the same way towards him. I think about a lot, this, a lot about this as well. Like I, I love his dad bod. I love his red hair. I love his thighs. I love his shoulders and his back and the way his body feels under my fingers. And are both of us super thin? No. Do we go and work out? Yeah. We go and work out three times a week or so. Um, so we're not soft, we're hard, you know, harder, <laughs> there's still fat there though. Right. And I love his body the exact way that it is. And so if I can just look through the lens of when I look in a mirror, bringing us back or back in front of the mirror, if I can just look at my own body and try to see what he sees, he sees the curves. He loves my ass. I have this big butt. And for years I hated it and I tried to hide it and I would wear long shirts over it and I'd go to the gym and I'd be so embarrassed because everybody was looking at it and I thought they were like so grossed out by it. No, turns out they like it. Um, and it took me a while to realize like, oh, men like butts. Got it. Okay. And so I look in the mirror and I try to see that beyond some cellulite, beyond stretch marks because I've had two kids, beyond, you know, like I have a mom bod. And I look at my breasts that, you know, were so perky when I was 19 and, you know, they're not so perky now. They still look pretty good, but I'm like, okay, okay. I can love this. So as we're going into body mapping, you start to touch yourself as well. You don't have to do this in front of a mirror. Maybe it's too much for you. Maybe just lay on the bed and start with your, your toes and just rake your hand, maybe softly over your body, be open and just touch. I'm doing this on video, by the way, if you're on Spotify or YouTube, you can see this. 
And you just touch and you just start to kind of take your fingers. You can even, if it's not, for me, that's not super sensitive right now, but, but also my mind's very activated as I'm recording this podcast. So you could also kind of scratch. And if you're like me and you don't have nails anymore, I took my, I took my like fake nail things off. And so I'm like really natural right now. <laughs> and I kind of love it. I love it. I love just being me again. Anyway, um, if that doesn't work for you too, feel free to get an implement. So this is super easy. If you don't have, you know, a huge sex toy drawer full of fun things, go to your kitchen, get a wooden spoon, get, if you like cold, get, um, get a metal spoon, like a stirring spoon that's metal. You can get a fork. You can, anything in your kitchen is fair game. Because what you're wanting to do is just kind of have sensation and start to feel, oh, that's really sensitive for me behind my neck, um, right here or here on my chest or right underneath my arm or my inner thigh. Like you just start to map out in your body what feels good and what you really like. Then you can write it down. You can make a list. You can tell your partner the next time you're with them, like, I've been exploring my body a little bit and I'm really, I'm really excited to share with you some new places that I found that so turned me on. And I'd love for you to spend a little bit of extra attention there today. Like use your mouth, use your teeth, use an implement like I have. Let me show you. And maybe you get out that wooden spoon or that fork and you just kind of show them what you've been doing. This is really fun. It also tells you what your body doesn't like. If you have trauma, which a lot of us do, there might be certain places on your body that don't feel safe or that don't feel comfortable or that take a while for you to really breathe into. It's okay to also know that. And you probably actually know that more than you know what you like. And so that's a great way as well to communicate to your partner or if you have a new partner, hey, I've been doing body mapping for a while. I know what my body likes and doesn't like. I don't like it when you run your hand over my hips here, or I don't like when you touch me in this other place, or I don't like when you, um, not you, but like, I don't like when a person uh, touches my nipples. I have trauma in these places that I'm working through and hopefully you are working through them and you have a therapist or you have a coach, or you have someone that is trauma informed and trauma trained and can help you work through that, but know what you don't like too. Uh, for example, for me, I'd actually don't have trauma. I'm like one of the few that doesn't. And I hate having my clit sucked freaking hate it. I hate that suction feeling. So everybody that has these amazing sex toys, like the satisfier actually own one. I hate the feeling. It's too intense for me. I'm more like soft lick. Give me like some soft licks and then go faster and maybe go harder. But I don't like sucking. So it's fine. Just know that. Know, that, know what you don't like. And I tell Scott, um, and I just realized this the other day when he was going down on me and I was like, I don't actually like sucking. Can you can you go back to licking? I love the licking. And he'll make a mental note and he'll never suck on my clit again. It'll be fine. Okay. Number two, know how your body feels. This isn't even number two. This is like bullet point two on point one. Okay. Know how your body feels. This is one that is fascinating to me. Most of us never feel our bodies. And one day I was laying in bed and I somehow ended up like touching my bicep or my arm or something over here. And I was like, 
Whose arm is that? That is really firm. Oh, it's my own arm. Oh my God. I didn't even know. I've been working at the gym a lot and doing a lot of weights. And I was like, damn, my arms are so tight. They almost feel like a man, like they're really, really firm. And I realized that was my own arm. So take, again, take your fingers and just touch your body. Like, what do your breasts feel like? What does your tummy feel like? That's an area that a lot of us ignore because it's not 19 anymore. We probably had some babies. And so what does it feel like? Is it soft? Is it kind of, you know, jiggly? Is it firm? Like, what does our stomach feel like? What does our vagina feel like? Have you touched your vagina? Have you like really explored? Um, what does your bottom feel like? Again, is it firm? Is it hard? Does it jiggle? Does it not jiggle? Like just kind of know, know what your body feels like. Feel down your thighs. Um, yeah, just be aware. And then the last, the last bullet point that I have on learn your body is know how it likes to orgasm. And this is really, really the biggest factor here. We have to know what makes us turned on and what makes us orgasm in order for our men to know these things. Do all men need to be spoon fed how to fuck us? No, but a lot of them do. And even husbands or partners that we've had for a long time that feel like they've mastered our body. Um, and I'm going to go on to the next point. That's probably going to make more, more of a bigger point of what I'm about to say, but sometimes we don't share what we like and what we don't like with our partners. So we've gone through the motions and we do sex the same way all the time. And so our partner thinks, oh, when I like do right nipple, left nipple, uh, do a turnaround and then touch her vagina, like that does it for her, right? Which P.S. If you're doing that and you think that's working, it's not working. She's faking. Um, so know how your body likes to be touched. Know how to give your body an orgasm. If you have never done this, I would like to encourage you to just start to touch yourself. Get some lube. Um, I love coconut oil. If you are allergic to coconut oil or you have a very, very sensitive pH balance down there, be careful. Maybe don't use that. But for me, it works. Uh, we love it. We use a ton of it. I buy the big industrial like Sam's Club jar of it. And just start to get your fingers wet and start to touch yourself. Just start to kind of rub up and down your lips. Start to play with your clit, start to get it engorged, maybe dip a finger in. Just, I know all this sounds like real crazy. And for those of you that are listening and are like, God, I've been giving myself orgasms since I was like eight um, or 12 or whatever the number is. A lot of women haven't. I was in a group of women just a few weeks ago and one had said, I only started masturbating like four weeks ago. And I bought my first sex toy four weeks ago and she was in her mid thirties. So like, you are not alone if you're listening to this and you've never given yourself an orgasm. Um, so just start to practice and play. As you get more comfortable with your body, feel free to buy a toy. I find it is so much easier to uh, masturbate and orgasm with a toy. I use just a wand. I'll even put the link of the wand that I use in the show notes. I use what's called a demi wand. It's like this big. It's that looks really huge, doesn't it? It's not very big. It's travel friendly. It has different modes for vibrations. It's a little bit bendy too. So it like forms to my body and I can kind of press if I want more and it doesn't hurt. It feels great. It's made of silicone. 
Um, you guys, if you listened last week, Scott referred to Mr. Yellow. That is this demi wand. It is uh yellow. It might even be glow in the dark. I don't think it is. No, because that has like weird material. It's just bright yellow. And he calls it Mr. Yellow. So he knows if it's out that I either need time alone or I just used it or, you know, whatever. Sometimes he's, I've used it in front of him. Hey there. I love to tell you about my Patreon account. So as many of you know, as things become more and more censored, it's harder for content creators like us to stay live on these amazing platforms like TikTok and Instagram and YouTube. So what I've done is our spicier content now lives over on Patreon. We currently have some really fun episodes up, like how to give amazing blowjobs. I also just recorded and uploaded my night in a dungeon with a dominatrix. What can you expect? Weekly episodes and weekly content, some of it being sex ed, some of it being story and erotic telling, like I just did with my night in the dungeon, some of it being more podcasting where we have a guest on. So for an entry price right now of $5 per month, you can hop into my Patreon account and check it out. Check the show notes below for more information. Hope to see you there. Bye. So get a get a simple toy. If you guys remember back in college, the rabbit, you'll remember the rabbit. You'd go to like a sex toys party or you'd go to um, an adult video store. And in the back, they had the special room and they had the rabbit. You don't need anything as complex. If you're listening to this and you're like, what is a rabbit? It was this vibrator that also had these two little nubs. So you had like, uh, I don't have any sex toys in here. You had the vibrator, right? That you would stick up you. Then you'd have these two little nubs on the top that look like little bunny ears and you use those on your clit. And the problem with the rabbit is at least back in the day, I'm sure this isn't the case now, but the, the plastic was like really hard. <laughs> so it did not feel good. It also sometimes had beads, like little white beads that would like rotate and give you some stimulation. Like the, the, the toy didn't rotate, but the beads rotated. And I, I don't, I don't really remember why. Anyway, it's too complicated. Get yourself a wand and start to, ex excuse me, start to explore and see what you like and just play with it. If you have some trouble turning your mind off, I love several apps. I love the Guided by Glow app. It's all mental. So it's an audio erotica meditation app. So it starts out like the Calm app does. It's like you are guided in a meadow. Like it has, it's not necessarily all like that. It's more like that's the guide. The guide's like, hello, <laughs> hello there. Today, I am taking you on a journey of exploration of your body. <laughs> or it launches into story form where it's like, um, I've been eyeing you for weeks in our chemistry class <laughs> or whatever, right? There's shower scenes. There's all kinds of fun stuff. Um, and it's LGBTQIA plus friendly as well. There's lots of fun, like girl on girl stuff. And I don't know if there's guy on guy stuff. This is really an app for women. Maybe there is. I'm not sure. I haven't made it there. But I love the Guided by Glow app, and I'll put the link below as well. And I'll check and see. It used to be if you used the last name, my last name, Ruskin, that you would get a free month. And I'm not totally sure that that's still happening, but I'll check with her and tell her we're going to plug the app again and can we get a free month for you guys. The other app that I really love is Balesa. And I love the Balesa app for many reasons. One, 
They have a whole sex toy shop, by the way. And that's where I got Mr. Yellow, <laughs> the Demi wand. Um, so you'll see the link below anyway, that leads you into the, the sex toy shop, but they have regular porn, but it's made by women for women. It's very different. If you're used to Pornhub, this is a whole different thing. So there's um, ethical porn. There is audible audio porn, and then there's uh literatica. So you can read it as well. So you can read it, you can listen to it, you can watch it. You can just decide what you're, what you're feeling today, roll the dice, and then you just go for it. And that may help you get out of your mind a little bit and more into your body. Um, because you're having to focus on something and then turn everything off. So you're not like, what's the grocery list? And why am I doing this again? And like, what's happening? And do I need to pick the kids up from school? You can be very focused. So figure out how you want to orgasm, how your body wants to orgasm. And then I like to show your partner. This is probably the scariest part. Um, if you've never done this before, I like to try, especially with a new partner, mutual masturbation, which means you you and your partner basically kind of sit on the bed in front of each other. Maybe imagine being like on your knees. You're not crisscross applesauce, although you could be, but maybe you're just on your knees and you kind of have your, your legs kind of spread out a little bit. And same for your partner. You can mirror each other and watch how he likes to be stroked because he'll stroke himself and watch and kind of take notes. Like, um, again, I have my toys and stuff over there, but, um, I need to bring them closer so I can use them during these videos. Um, is he taking his hand and just going up and down? Is there a twist? Like what is happening? And then take some notes because then when it's your turn to get to touch, you can mimic. And you might find that you learn something new on how he likes to be touched. Same thing for you. This is a time where you can even bring your toys in and say like, hey, babe, maybe this is how I would start this for like what I want to practice that night. I'm like, hey, babe, I want to do something a little different tonight. I have been playing with my body and figuring out what it likes. And I did some body mapping. And so I know places that I, I liked that I didn't know I liked. I know some places that don't really do it for me. And so I thought I might just share that with you if you're cool with it. And then I also have been playing with my vibrator and I figured out some ways that I really love to be touched with it. And if you're okay with it, then tonight, why don't we just, why don't we kind of play with ourselves, but in front of each other and share that so I can see how you like to touch yourself and that'll help give me some new things to do with you. And then you can watch me play with myself and then I can, I want to show you how I figured out this new way to orgasm. It's really cool. And then once you guys are, you know, are done doing that or, you, you know, like at whatever point you can just decide to have sex together, you can make this a, an exclusive thing or you're, you decide to just solo play and just watch each other. Uh, that's hot for the voyeurs. Any voyeurs out there? I'm one of them. I like to watch. Um, so try that. <clears throat> okay. Let me take another drink of coffee and we'll go to step two. Okay, ladies, this is where I'm going to get really stern. Number two, stop fucking faking it. Stop faking it. I know right now your face is turning red. You're feeling really guilty if you have been faking for a while, but you're not doing yourself or your partner a disservice. You're doing your partner and yourself a disservice. You're not helping your relationship if you're faking it. And I know that sometimes it's easier just to fake it. Uh, than to actually have to 
do the work of communicating what isn't working because I've been there before, or you're like, God, he wants to have sex all the fucking time and I hate it. So I just fake it till he comes and then I'm done. This feels really yucky. And that feels pretty rapey. I don't like this. I don't like this for you. And so again, back to communication, go back to number one, which is learn your body, learn what it likes, learn what it doesn't like, learn how to orgasm, and then teach your partner. Now, if they're not trainable, that's a whole nother thing. Maybe have them go back and listen to episode number 94. Scott and I will continue to do more kind of sex education conversations. Um, And my Patreon next month, I have Sierra Booker coming in and we're going to start doing kind of a sex talks, um, sex exploration, sex toys segment on Patreon where we are bringing in actual sex toys and modeling for you how to do some things. There will not be naked of me or her, but we have toys and tools that we can use to show you. Side note for any of you pervs out there, I think I'm going to be naked on Patreon. Okay. So just stop faking it. This is going to be really uncomfortable at first. So maybe there's a conversation that needs to be had between you and your partner that says something like, hey, babe, as I'm continuing to evolve and as I get older and my body's changing, I'm learning that there's some different things that I like these days and I wanted to talk about them with you. And so, you know, here's what I like and here's what I like. Can we try this thing tonight? Just start to kind of guide them into what you like versus going, look, I've been faking for the last eight years. (laughs) That's going to be really hurtful to someone's self-esteem. And you are welcome to be that honest if you think that that's helpful to your relationship and your partner can handle it. It also doesn't have to be something that you say just because you came to the revelation that you shouldn't be, you know, lying to your partner about having fake orgasms all the time, right? Faking it um, doesn't mean that they need to have a giant blow to their self-esteem. Just change the next time you have sex and start using your voice and saying, this is what I like and this is what I don't like. You can do this in the moment. I do a lot of this. If Scott's doing something, um, usually it's with his hands. So he's a big hand guy. He loves to... He loves to use his hands to give me orgasms and he is typically amazing at it. Every now and then there's something that he'll do that just doesn't feel right. And it could be that I've loved it 25 times in the past and I just don't like it in that moment or it's specific time of the month where I'm very sensitive. And so everything just kind of feels like a lot. And typically it's something like, um, timing. So he'll, he'll be, you know, touching me and playing with my clit and I'm already all engorged and he's knows like I'm close to orgasm. And so he might start to speed up the friction or the pace or whatever, or the pressure and if it's, especially if it's a certain peer point in my, my, my menstrual cycle, that my body is extra sensitive, it actually hurts and it doesn't feel good. And so I'll just say, slow down. I love it when you slow down. I love it when you go slow. I love it when you go slow. And I'll just kind of say that, not in all those weird ways, but in a few, like I might pick one. I love it when you go slow, slow down, something like that. And he always does because he's not there to please himself. He's there to please me and to give me orgasms, right? That's the whole reason he's doing all this effort. And so then I can tune back into my body. And I found personally when I 
either when he's, when we're actually having sex together, penis and vagina, or he's using his hands to stimulate me because he'd much rather do that than use toys. So we don't use toys very often. Um, for me going incredibly slow as actually very, um, engaging for me, I can be super present, like more present than if we're going fast. And I feel like every stroke and every movement and I can orgasm deeper and harder. I don't know that it's faster, um, but it's real. It's real. So try that, especially if you're like, I just can't seem to come ever. It takes forever. Another thing I would offer is make sure that you and your husband have taken, or you and your partner, I'm sorry, I don't know why I keep saying husband, but you and your partner, make sure that you guys have done the erotic blueprint quiz and that you understand what you need to be turned on. And he understands what you need to be turned on and you understand what he needs to be turned on. And he needs to understand what turns him on too. It's so important that we understand these really basic principles of what fucking turns us on because it's not the same. And so when I come across clients of mine, or we're having conversation with maybe another couple over dinner. And they're like, I just never feel turned on anymore. I think maybe it's my hormones. And they're like 30 to find out your hormones. <clears throat> or I just can't ever seem to come to orgasm. It's telling me that there's probably many things wrong, but most importantly, are you even being touched in the way or made love to in a way that does turn you on? And I have so many podcasts where I've talked about the erotic blueprints. I even have one specifically called that. Um, So you can go back and find that. I can also reference it below and I'll put the link to the quiz below because I think everybody needs to know this and it will help give you tools so that you don't have to fake it anymore. Okay. Trust me. It's worth it. Okay. Number three, I have communicate your desires. So for me, this looks like even an intention before we're going to have sex. And we don't always plan this. Sometimes it's sporadic. Sometimes I walk into his office and his office is literally right across from mine. We have this hallway when you walk into our house and I'm on the right and he's on the left. And we're right across. I can literally see into his office. That's how close we are if we open our doors together and his, and I can see through. Anyway, sometimes I just walk in there and I'm like, hey, what you doing? I have two hours before my next call. Want to get naked? And usually he's like, yeah, let's do it. But a lot of times I'm more intentional than that. And so is he. And so it might be, I really, my body just feels kind of uncomfortable and sore. Maybe I've sat all day and I'm doing work or I'm with clients on the, on the computer. And so I'll be like, how do you feel about us doing hot stones on each other tonight? We have the massage table, let's get them out. And then let's just, let's just make each other feel better. And nine times out of 10, that leads into sex, which is nice. Um, you, If you don't want to get out hot stones or you don't have hot stones, give each other massages with your hands. Grab some coconut oil out of the pantry. Super easy. Um, other times I might be feeling a little bratty and he knows it. And I've been acting kind of bratty throughout the day. And so I'll be like, you know, hey, let's play tonight. And obviously I've been kind of bratty all day. So can we take that energy into the bedroom? You can be that intentional in, in what your sex looks like if you want with your partner um, and kind of prepare them for what you want. Instead of, and let me take a step back. I have found that a lot of times women want their men to be mind readers. 
well, he should just know what I want. Okay. That is like, that's not a thing. Telepathy, unfortunately, has not been figured out yet. So we have to verbalize what we want. And this is outside of the bedroom, inside of the bedroom. So even inside of the bedroom, ladies, I want you to be communicating what you want to your partner. Just like I was saying earlier, I actually don't like when you suck on my clit. Can you go back to lapping with your tongue? I love that. So I give a lot of verbal confirmation and verbal affirmation while things are happening too. So he knows what I like. It might be moaning. It might be heavy breathing. Like he can read my body so well because I am so verbal. Um, I move, I ride, I might um, move my hips. I like he, I'm coming for him. <laughs> I'm like, bring it to me. You know, it's, it. He, there's no um, mind reading needed and there's no question about what I want in bed. And you can be the same way too. You just have to start practicing this. And the reason that I think it's important is because again, our men are mind readers and they desperately want to please us. Our men want to be good lovers to us and they want to also get fucked. Let me go back to episode 94. Um, We talked about this a lot. Men want to be fucked. Women want to be, I want to be fucked. Um, Sex is my highest blueprint. I'm high, high sexual. And so for me, and I've talked about this a lot as well on the podcast. Um, there's one called uh, Not a Sex Addict, uh, Sexual Blueprint or something like that, where I talk about being accused of being a sex addict because I like sex, which is ridiculous. Just because I'm a woman and I like sex, all of a sudden I'm a sex addict. But it's our sexual blueprint. If you If you are a high sexual, then it's part of your blueprint and you literally feel loved when you are having sex. I feel loved. Scott feels love when I touch him throughout the day and I connect energetically with him. He feels so much love from that. And he could like not have the sex part and be okay with it. I don't know for how long, but that feeds his soul. And for me, if he just came and touched me and gave me energy throughout the day, I'd be like, now I'm turned on. Let's fucking do this, you know? And he's like, no, I was just trying to love you through like a hug. And I was like, but the hug turned me on. I'm always turned on. Okay. So let's move on to learn how to be amazing at sex. Learn, learn how to be amazing at sex. Um, I have on here, learn, 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 learn how to read your partner. So that's a big one. We're expecting men to learn how to read us, to give us orgasms and please us in bed. It's important for us to learn them too. And I feel like their bodies are way less complicated than ours are. Um, There's like several erogenous zones that you know that you can move into. But like as you're using your hands, as you're using your mouth, as you have them inside of you, as you're thrusting, as you're moving, as you're leading on top even... Pay attention to them, pay attention to their face, pay attention to their noises, if they're making any, or even their breathing. I know sometimes men can be very quiet. Ask too. I love to ask. Again, like the voyeur in me uh, is like, tell me, tell me and let me see. So I'm like, I'm like, do you like it? Does it feel good? <laughs> Not constantly, annoyingly, but like I, several times while we have sex, I ask Scott, how's it feel? How's this feel? How's it feel to be inside me? He's like, so fucking good. I'm like, yeah, I know it 
which then turns me on, right? So like, let it be a give and take your turn on and your excitement together. Learn tools and techniques. There are so many ways to learn how to be good at sex. I have books in front of me right now. Let's see. <laughs> Let's see. What I'm like, what do I want to read to you? I have Sex Talks with Vanessa Marin. Her and Xander Marin wrote Sex Talks. She has been on Glennon Doyle's uh, We Can Do Hard Things podcast now like seven times recently because Glennon Doyle loves her. And this is a great book. Um, Come As You Are with Emily Nagowski, Existential Kink. Um, I have a book on cuckolding called Insatiable Wives <laughs> by Dr. David Lay. And then there's several books that I can't see because they're turned the other way. But I have so many books on sex and I'm constantly reading and learning and learning about it in general, but even learning tricks and tools. So another thing I'm a part of is uh, Kenneth Play. I don't know if you guys have heard of Kenneth Play. If you actually go on Pornhub and you Google Kenneth Play, you will see his How to Make a Woman Squirt video that's had like 17 million views or 70 million views, some crazy number. Um, and it's incredibly educational and free. And the rest of his content is on Mighty Network through um, a program. And I want to say the program might be $200, but he has tons of modules, everything from, and this is really... Um, for men or women that are having sex with women. So, um, I mean, I've used it. I've used it with our girlfriend. She's actually also has the course. And so she's going through it right now. She's going through the BDSM part and I'm still at like, um, what to do with her pussy. <laughs> Give me like all the different tools. Um, and for men, it's very, very educational as well. So, um, but women, it's not how to work on a man's penis. Like, what to do with that. So I'm trying to think if there's a course for that, that I'm aware of. Um, okay. So we had, let me go look on here because I've had several women on the podcast that actually do have courses. Keely Rankin has one on ED for men. So if you're, if your husband or your partner is having some issues with erectile dysfunction, either coming too early, coming too late, or not coming at all. She's got several courses. Um, let me go to my podcasts because I just recently, um, oh shit, I don't have her on here. She's over on Patreon. Hang on one sec because I want to give you guys this goodness. <clears throat> you know when you have so many apps on your phone, you can't find anything? That is where I'm at right now in my life. Okay. Here we go. Ah, so let me go to my dashboard and I just did <laughs> making blowjobs fun and pleasurable for the giver. So this could be a really good class for you. Um, Lindsay, what is Lin Lindsay Hall? Yeah, Lindsay Hall. So Lindsay Hall has a course on blowjobs. She has a, a course like The Divorcee, um, which hopefully you don't need. <laughs> if you do, it could be fun. Um, but her blowjob one is like $15. It's not very much at all. And she actually gives you uh, visual aids. Like I think she's actually doing things on the screen with like a cucumber to show you. 
about blowjobs. Um, so I will put the link to that as well below. That could be a really fun one for you to learn. Like just how to give an amazing blowjob. Um, I can't believe I don't have any books that are for women on how to like what to do with their men, but I don't. So go out there and Google some stuff. Look on Amazon. I'm sure you can find books. I'm sure you can find podcasts. Yeah. Check that out. Okay. The last thing that I have on my list, let's see, are is be a love leader in your relationship. Now, this is a new concept for me. I'm just going to be super honest. Uh, you guys know how much I love Alexa Bowditch, and I am in her love leader program that she's holding. It's an entire year container. It's um, it's for women. Well, it's for couples. So Jordan, her husband is taking the men, she's taking the women. And then once a, once a month, if both the, the, both partners are in the course and there's like a couple's, a couple's week, which I'm not in because Scott's not in it, but I'm at least in the women's part. This is very long explanation. Sorry. Anyway, the concept is, is that women lead the love in the relationship, right? So a lot of times I hear women say like, I wish that he would just plan all of our date nights. I wish that he would be more romantic. I wish that he would um, find cool stuff for us to do. I wish he would bring new things into the bedroom. We have it all wrong, apparently. And I'll be learning more about this <clears throat> as I move forward into this course with her, this program. But Essentially what the idea is, is that we hold the container for love within our relationships. My hands are all wonky, aren't they? So we're the ones that schedule the sex dates on our calendar and we block it off for, block it off for our partners. We are the ones that are scheduling what we're doing. I know if you're feeling resistance to this, I, I promise I am too, because I feel like I'm a feminist. And so this feels very archaic and weird and backwards, but I look at my own life and I look at me and Scott and our girlfriend. Who do you think plans every fucking thing? Me. I'm the one that puts our dates on the calendar. I'm the one that reaches out to her to say, hey, do you want to come over and just watch a movie and do your laundry? Hey, do you guys want to go to burlesque? Do you, I am going to plan a birthday weekend for Scott and we're going to go to Dallas and we're going to go to Colette's and we're going to see Meow Wolf and we're, me, all me. So if I look at, who is leading the relationship? Who is leading the love? Who is leading the sex ideas? I'm also the one that's like, hey, next time I think on rotation is Scott. So we're going to put him on the table and let's get out the hot stones or let's bring out all of our sensual tools and play with that. Or Scott's been having a headache. So let's bring this and this and this into the bedroom first and let's take care of him before he takes care of us. It's me. It's always me. So I guess what I would like to say on that part is it's okay to take the initiative and it just be, you're the leader, that you're the leader in the amazing sex that you want to have. So you can be the one to bring ideas to your partner. Like, hey, I have always wanted to study BDSM, or I've always wanted to study Shibari, or I've always wanted to go see a burlesque show. I hear that there's one in town. Do you want to go? You're leading how to be amazing at sex. And so you and your partner get to learn things together that end up helping you in the bedroom. Okay, ladies, 
hope I didn't piss you off too much. And I hope that you leave this conversation feeling empowered, feeling empowered about learning your body and looking at your body and feeling your body, giving yourself an orgasm, many orgasms, and then showing your partner what to do. I hope that you feel empowered and stop faking it. Don't fake orgasms. If you don't have an orgasm when you're with your partner, I think it's better to just not have one than to fake it. Uh, number three, communicate your desires. Tell your partner what you want. You know, do you need a massage? Do you need to just cuddle? Do you need him to touch you in a certain way? Um, do you need to have the lights down and the candles on? Do you need all that yummy stuff? We are, we're inserting in there as well. Take the erotic blueprint test. If you haven't quiz, it's not a test. It's a quiz for you and your partner. Number four, learn, go out there and learn, go look up stuff, go take a class, take a course, hire somebody. Lots of coaches are out there teaching amazing things. And then the fifth, be a leader in your love and your relationship. It's okay. Be the one that puts things on the calendar. Be the one that looks for cool shit for you guys to do and start to kind of lead that relationship and that sex life into something yummy. Okay. Just a reminder, if you guys haven't subscribed, liked, and left a review, now is your chance to do that. And now is your opportunity to help support this podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you and I'll see you next week. Bye.